Hello friends. Welcome back to the Second Place Sleeps In podcast. Um, again, I just want to thank everybody that's been listening. We're over 250 downloads on this podcast. Um, so I, I can't track or I don't know how to track how many people are actually have listened to the episodes and things like that. All I can track right now is downloads, but to have over 250 downloads um, on the podcast has been it's super exciting for me and I greatly appreciate it. And for those of you that are listening and getting value out of it, I just ask that you share it. Um, it's not like I'm making any money or I, I mean, I'm not, I, I do this because I enjoy doing it and because I hope that in hopes that somebody may pick up something that helps them. Um, if you didn't listen to the last podcast with Bridger Miller, I would encourage you to go back and listen to it. If you did listen to it, I would encourage you to go back and listen to it again, because I think there's a lot of value in that podcast. Um, Bridger is an exceptional human being. He's done a, a lot of cool stuff. Um, he, <clears throat> he excels in everything that he sets his mind to, and there's a reason for that. And so I think that it's valuable to listen to that podcast because I think there's a lot of things and there's a lot of things in there that could be valuable to you. So if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. It's called why 100 miles with Bridger Miller. Um, and go check that one out. Um, so I'm going to hop into this, this next topic here real quick. Um, the thing that's been on my mind a lot lately is how much we live in the past, how much we we try to relive our glory days. We talk about our glory days. We talk about what was or what could have been. And I I, I had this, these thoughts in my brain, and I'm like, man, every time I every time I sit down with somebody and have a conversation, the past comes up, and we're talking about past events, and we're talking about things that have already happened, or Maybe they could have tried harder at this or done better at that or could have changed whatever, whatever it may be. The thing that we the thing that we forget is like we still have a whole life ahead of us that we have to look forward to. And a lot of a lot of the things that we get caught up in from the past are things that, that are uncontrollable. They're done. They're gone. Um, for example, if you were an athlete in high school, I guarantee you that you probably have spent time talking about the glory days and you've probably spent time talking about the glory days with your kids or maybe even gone as far as busting out the whole high, going, going as far as busting out the old highlight reels, guilty as charged. I, I have spent time when my kids did ask, I didn't just pull them out and say, look how good I was. I really wasn't that good, but they they asked, so I showed them. But it it makes you think about the past, and in, and you, a lot of people relate to their kids, and they you know, well, back in my day, we would have blah blah blah, or when I was a kid, blah blah blah. Like your kids don't give a shit, um, because generally when we're using that, we're using it in a context. We're trying to show our kids how badass we were. So maybe they'll step up and do something that's great. And those of you that don't have kids, I'm sure you've heard it from your parents. 
well, when I back in my day, we would yeah, we would walk both uphill both ways through the snow, and it'll, yeah, okay. Everybody, every generation had it harder than what people have it now. The bottom line is, is every generation has their own battles, and we'll get into that later. But the syndrome, I like to refer to it as the Uncle Rico syndrome. So if you've ever watched Napoleon Dynamite, you have Uncle Rico. And Uncle Rico is is trying to do things to make money, and he and he's selling Tupperware, and he's living out of his van. And the thing that Uncle Rico always does in throughout the entire movie is he talks about football and he talks about his past. Famous line is, uh, "I bet I could throw a football over those mountains." And then he follows it up with something like, if Coach would have put me in fourth quarter, we would have won state. And I think later on in the movie, he brings it up again. We would have won state. I would have gone pro and everything would have been different. So Uncle Rico is so caught in the past that he's not looking forward to the present, right? So Uncle Rico is basically stuck. And he spends most – I mean, he lives out of his van. He's selling Tupperware. Um He's a womanizer. If you caught that in Napoleon Dynamite, pretty much he just turns into kind of a dirt ball, right? But his main thing is he's hanging on to what could have been. <clears throat> and you talk with people and you have conversations with people and they bring that up. They bring up what could have been. Well, maybe if I would have worked a little bit harder in basketball, maybe if I would have worked a little bit harder in football, well, maybe this play Maybe if I would have caught this pass, this would change the whole dynamic of this. Maybe if I wouldn't have said this in that job interview, I'd have my dream job right now. And and people tend to dwell on that stuff and it and it and it festers. And a lot of people, you know, I feel like their best years were their high school years or their college days before they entered the work world where they're going to work every day, picking up kids every day, dropping off kids every day, eating dinner, going to bed, repeat, doing doing just the normal person stuff every single day, sneaking away for a beer with their buddies at the bar, whatever it is. But like people hang on to that stuff for so long, and I think it's actually forever, that I feel like it actually hinders you because – the deal is, is you and you hear you hear people say this term too. Well, in my prime, well, in my prime, when I was in my prime, when I was in my prime, I could bench two eighty five. Well, you're fat now, and you can't bench two eighty five because you can't. You won't even go to the fucking gym, right? And so, like people that have that mentality, and I assure you, the, the only reason I'm talking about this is because I I have gone through the exact same thing. But the people that have the mentality of their prime is past are living a life that way below what they're capable of, basically, because your prime should be every single day. Like if you're not trying to live your the, the prime of your life on the daily, then like what what the fuck are you doing? And I had I learned this. I, I, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and tell you that I graduated high school I was a, a, a living my prime up until this point, which I'm 37 years old now because that's not true. Like, I went through the same shit. I went to college. I partied. I got grades. I 
did this, did that, whatever. Became a teacher, um, ended up putting in a half-ass effort in that career um, after a few years and got out of it and then started focusing on business and built up a couple businesses. But I never was really, I would say, in my prime, and I still don't think I'm in my prime because I really think that your prime, I don't know if you'll ever reach it because it should be something that you're chasing all the time, right? So your prime should be the the better you, the better you in the future, okay? So a few years ago, and, and I know this is the big cliche thing right now, the big thing that everybody's doing, but before he had a fucking app and before you knew at least one person in your life that was doing it, I, I did 75 hard and I did it by myself and nobody in Nobody really knew what it was at the time because it was the first year that he had rolled it out. And so I did the program and because I needed something else, like I just, I, I couldn't get shit right. So I did the program and it's a, it's a great program. If you've never done it, I would encourage you to do it. Yes, you're going to make gains physically, but it's the mental game that you're going to um, grow in the most, right? And so after I did 75 hard, um, I kind of went back into a lull and I went in and out of this, this like trying to live every life to the fullest, right? Because 75 hard was hard. Like it, it, he calls it that for a reason. If you do everything right, it's fucking hard, but it's well worth it. And I failed it twice, by the way, after that, because I forgot to take my profile pic. Um, but after that, like I went through like six months or whatever. So like going up and down, started gaining weight back, started just kind of going through the motions again. <clears throat> and then came to the rea the realization that I felt like shit. I was drinking more again. I was getting fat again. I was, lazy again and I was I was starting to go back to the the old the old me right and so I mean I've always I feel like I've always been a hard worker but there's a lot of elements that you need more than just hard work um so I felt like I was falling back into the the, the normal trap right and so I started to really reflect on that and it really started to hit hard with me because like, that's, that's why, that's why I did 75 hard was to try to get out of that rut. And I got out of that rut, but then I was falling back in. So I went through and, and tried 75. I did 75 hard two more times, which I failed two more times. I did like 50 plus days, but I failed to take my profile pic. So I started at day zero and, and people were like, Oh, that's not that big of a deal. You missed your profile pic. Well, it's part of the fucking program. So yeah, I, I failed. Um, so after doing that and failing a couple times, I realized that I needed to make some changes. Right. So that's when I started, that's when I signed up for the 52 mile run and started training for that it got canceled. So I started training just my body again and just getting back in shape. And like, I, I felt a hundred times better and I felt better mentally and I felt better physically. Now I'm not saying like everything is fixed, but I, I felt better because I was 
starting to get in a routine. I was look, I, my, my fitness was better. I was starting to get into my prime. And when I say I was starting to get into my prime, like I'm probably now at 37 years old in the best shape that I've ever been. Like I, I, I wish I could go back and challenge my, my 18 year old self to a workout and see who wins. But I think I'm probably in the best shape of my life right now at 37. I would say mentally, I am probably in my prime as well um, at this point. Mental, me mental, um, the mental game in my world, it varies from day to day. It goes all over the place. I might have a two-week stint of dark period and where shit's just not working for me, my brain doesn't want to work, and then I'll have a month of glory in my mind. But my mental game is always something that I've struggled with and have to work on, right? So I'm working on, I, I would say now at this point in my life, I'm getting to the point where it's probably about the best it's ever been. And so the point I'm trying to make with all this, and I kind of rambled through some stuff, is like you should be chasing that prime all the time. Like you should be chasing your fitness goals all the time. I put down a fitness goal that by December I'm 10% body fat right now. I think I'm around 20. Um, so that's my goal. Um, we have sales goals within our company. Um, I have another goal to stick with this routine that I've been on, which is get up at four, do my cardio, or I'm sorry, get up at four, um, read, journal, go do cardio, come home, get ready for the day. Um, so like, I still feel like I'm working out, working on being the best version of myself that I can be being the best leader, being, making the best business, being the best dad, et cetera, et cetera. Where we get caught up at is we get to this point in our lives where we just start going through the motions, right? So we're just, we're waking up in the morning, we're getting the kids ready, we're going to work, we're doing breakfast, we're doing all that shit, right? Or another common thing that I've seen in a lot of people is they will, let's say they they make a million bucks and they're, they're pumped. And that's been one of their big goals through their whole life is to make a million bucks. So they celebrate, they have a good time. Then what happens? They go back to the way they, they slowly digress back into what they were before they were making a million bucks. That makes sense. So like people set these goals, they work their asses off, get to the goal. Once they set the goal, they tend to fall backwards into the same stuff because then they're like, well, what do I do now? So they fall back into the Uncle Rico system or the Uncle Uncle Rico syndrome, where they're living in the past. How often have you had a conversation with somebody and you're like, I'm going to blank, 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 or we're going to blank, 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 or my goals for the next year are blank, blank, blank. They happen from time to time, but I don't think it's very often that, that we are looking forward or expressing our goals to people 
about what we are going to do in the future. And I think a lot of that comes with because we get scared. We get scared because if we tell somebody, hey, I'm going to make a million dollars in the next year, most people are going to look at you like you're fucking crazy unless you're already in, in that world, right? Unless you're already whatever. You know what I mean? But if you're not and you say that to somebody, they're going to look at you like you're crazy. So you're not going to say that to people most of the time, even though you should. Even though, because that's, if that's what's next for you, if that's what you're working for, then that should be what you talk about. You shouldn't talk about what happened with this play in high school or dwell on, oh, I should have done better in this class in high school, or I wish I would have done this in high school, or I wish I'd done this in college, or had I done this, my life would be so much different. Because the deal is that's one, that's one event. And you still have however many events ahead of you. So you have to drop that one and get to the next and get to the next and get to the next. Like you can't stop once you think you've achieved everything in life because you, you will, you're never going to achieve everything in life. You got to set a goal, reach it, crush it, go on to the next goal and keep and keep chasing your prime, right? So keep pushing, keep trying to get better. If you bench press 285 last week in a month, let's make it 300, right? Because I think, I think people forget that you can live in your prime for the rest of your life. Like you should be chasing that prime every single day and not thinking using that concept that, Oh, my prime, my, 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 when I was in my prime in high school, yeah, you're going to lose some shit, man. This is what happens with age, but that doesn't mean you can't sharpen your fitness. You can't sharpen your brain. You can't sharpen whatever it is that you, you feel like you need to, you can't, your finances, whatever, and make them better on the daily. Because if you can make it better every single day for the next 20 years, imagine where you're going to be in 20 years if you're making leaps and bounds. If you're, if you're actually, if you're not even making leaps and bounds, if you're just making a little bit of progress day to day, then you're going to see leaps and bounds in 20 years. So what's next is what you have to ask yourself after you've achieved whatever it is you're out to achieve. You graduated college, badass, what's next? You got your dream job, badass, what's next? You hit your million dollar sales mark, badass, what's next? You got down to 10% body fat, sweet, what's next? So I, we get too caught up in complacency and not chasing our prime and it took me like 34 and a half years to figure this concept out because i went through everything same thing that everybody else does just being normal going through the normal i never had time to do this i never had time to do that i couldn't do this i couldn't do that which is all bullshit it's all excuses and you're making excuses to be a better you so 
what is the next thing in your life that you need to push yourself to do? Like one of the next things for me was to start this podcast, right? Um, whatever it is, that should be your goal every single day is to get better towards that. And I would 100% encourage you, like there is a direct correlation with your fitness and your success, I guess is what I'll call it. I don't want to say finances because it's not it's some everybody, everybody sees success differently, but with your success, if you can, if you can make the progress on your body and your fitness and, and earn, learn that discipline, I guarantee you, you're going to see it in other facets of your life. So you just have to keep chasing that. You have to keep moving forward. You can't get stuck in, well, I did that, been there, done that. And how many times have you heard that from people? Been there, done that. Yeah, so what's, what are you doing now? What are your goals now? Like, where are you going now? So don't get caught in the Uncle Rico syndrome. Bust your ass. Keep chasing your prime. The goal is that you never find your true prime. You're always chasing that prime. And you're continually getting better every single day. You're going to have setbacks. You're going to have bad days. Learn from them and move on. Don't get stuck dwelling on them and thinking about them and letting them bring you back to the past and living in that place where you were thinking about if I had done or I should have done or what could have been and start focusing on what is going to be. That's all I got for you today.